You are listening to Your First 100K, the number one podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners who want time freedom and financial freedom so that they can provide for their families, travel the world, and give back to the less fortunate. If that's you, then sit back and stay tuned in because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Joseph Warren. I started my first multi-million dollar business at age 19 and wasted away my 20s trying to find happiness through money, success, and pleasure. I made millions, but I still didn't feel happy or fulfilled until I learned the real secrets of success. So the big question is this, how can Christian entrepreneurs like us who didn't give up on our dreams build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you're new here, then welcome. I have a free 10-day training waiting for you over at first100k.com. Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training. Today, my featured guest is Dr. Dorian Williams, and he was the Air Force's first African-American pilot psychologist. Physiologist. Let me say that correctly. Physiologist. (laughs) He's now a proudly retired lieutenant colonel. He received his bachelor's degree in aeronautics and human factors engineering. He also holds multiple master degrees in education, theology, and aeronautical science, as well as a doctorate degree in divinity. This guy is like Mr. Education here. I'm a little jealous, to be honest with you, Startup Nation. He owns Strategy Brother, uh, which is a, a success coaching and life coaching company. And Dr. Dorian's heavily endorsed book, Strategic Planning for Black Folk, will be released on January 20th, 2020. Now, his junior high his junior high sweetheart and now wife is business director of a fortune 500 company. His son is an all American hurdler and now works for ESPN. And his daughter is also an all state hurdler at the uh, university of North Texas. So can you just say success startup nation like success, success is surrounding Dr. Dorian, his family, everything they're touching. It's like the Midas touch, but we're going to get into his first year starting this coaching company, this life coaching company, and what it's like and the mental game that goes on in his head of uh, transitioning out of military life into civilian life and then building a company because there's a whole set of challenges there that you probably can relate to. So Dr. Dorian, welcome to your first 100K. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Yeah. Hey, hey, Joe, I appreciate you having me on. I'm just uh, really excited to be here. And I think you covered quite a bit of it. I think the, you know, the one thing I would say is uh, all that sounds great, but I think what most people probably wouldn't, would get was uh, what drove me to it. And that was coming from a, a place of need and want and, and, and being raised by a single mom, kind of living a fatherless existence and uh, just believing that there had to be something better. And uh, I just had the audacity to do something about it. And uh, I kept having those audacity moments, um, you know, over my lifetime. And hearing you read it, all I hear is, 
I was had the audacity to do that. I had the courage to do that. I had the stupidity to do that. I didn't know I shouldn't have been doing that. I don't know how I did that. And I realized really honestly, if it wasn't for God on my side, brother, I wouldn't have done any of it. So that's how I got here, man. And I'm, I'm grateful, brother, for the, for the opportunity. Love it. And, you know, I really connect with you on the uh, being raised in, you know, more of a poverty situation with a single mom. And I was as well. And I remember I made, a, you know, a conscious decision at a very young age that I wanted my life to be different when I got older. Yeah. I wanted three things. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be healthy. And I want to be wealthy. I love it. That was my simple dream as a boy, right? And I yeah. went out and at age 19, we hit $2 million in revenue with our, my first company there. And I was off to the races, but nobody taught me how to do life. I love nobody it. taught me how to be a man. Yeah. And, and, and I burnt it all away, right? But what, were your, what was your like vision statement? Did you have one at a young age? Like, yeah. what was it where you started chasing and, and what was that fire, that fuel? Yeah, it's so interesting. I mean, I think the, the first thing you said, which ironically is, you know, the poverty statement is so heavy because I don't think we even understand that you're living in poverty because it's just normalcy, right? So even to hear you say it and when we throw that term around, it could be offensive to some people. You know, my mom probably listened to this and watching this now is like, baby, we were we did not we were not raised in poverty. I you provided know? everything. Exactly. She did. She was an amazing, an amazing provider. You know, she uh, but in that, you know, she taught me and I learned work ethic from her. She worked graveyard shifts uh, at convenience stores as long as I can ever remember. And she did it well. So I had a lot of opportunity to watch my mother wake up at two or three o'clock in the morning and uh, leave me before school and go work all day long and still cook for me and have a meal when I got home. And so for me, what really drove that was the want to not see, and this is gonna sound so funny and so simple, and this is, I'm not being a lush and trying to, you know, let my wife know she's the greatest thing since sliced bread, but I said to myself, I never wanna see uh, my woman work like my mom did. Mm. So that is what drove me um, to say there's got to be better than this. There's got to be a better way. And uh, a lot of my drive was to ensure that I was the very best provider I could be. And that was all I knew. Much like you said, we didn't know Jack about being a man. I just knew, hey, we need money. We need money all the time. And we don't seem like we have enough. So all I knew was I got to do something to bring more of that stuff in so the people I love don't have to be off somewhere else doing all these things all the time. So that was my aha moment was really just starting to be inquisitive about people that had more, uh, that, that, that had more, I mean, everything from their bicycles to their cars, to both their parents at home. I became a very nosy investigator, you know, and I started going, hey, what are your parents doing? What are your parents doing? How did they get here? And I, and I started to become a sponge and uh, I said, hey, I'm going to make sure that I'm better than my competitor at all times. And as an athlete, that was really easy for me to do, um, really easy for me. So I just would, would kind of challenge myself that everything was competition and I wanted to win and it, it worked out for me. Mm. Yeah. Startup Nation, I think this is powerful what Dr. Dorian is saying. You really have to have the fuel that's going to light your fire and sustain your fire if you're going to build this company, this dream that you're on the path to building. 
Right. What, what is that fuel for you? For, for Dr. Dorian and myself, it was a tough childhood, yeah. right? And for many of you, you've had a tough childhood and maybe that's your fuel, but you just haven't articulated it yet. Yeah. Well, get on it, articulate <laughs> it, and then decide what do you want? And yeah. why do you want it? The why is so, so important. Like Dr. Dorian wanted, it, you know, he wanted to create this better life for his future wife that he hadn't even met yet, but he knew what he didn't want. And that's how he was raised. And I knew what I didn't want. And, and I just wanted the opposite of it. I didn't know exactly what it looked like, but I took that youth and that energy and that drive. And I just started chasing and hustling and working. And I outworked everybody. I did 110 hours a week, Startup Nation. So if you're sitting there doing 40 or 60 in your startup business and complaining and whining, just know there's people that are outworking you. Right, right. And they're going to reap the rewards if they stick with it. Yeah, yeah. So, Dr. Dorian, uh, let's get right into this. Um, so, first off, we're speaking with Dr. Dorian Williams. You can find him at strategybrother.com. What a cool name for a coaching company, strategybrother.com. And, uh, Dr. Dorian, uh, let's get into how did you make, um, well, I know you're on the journey right now, okay? You, you got this coaching company, Strategy Brother. You're not even out of year one, you're still no. in your first year, correct? Yep. yep. Okay, got it. And revenue-wise, about how much gross revenue uh, have you done approximately in the past 12 months? Well, not even 12 months, whatever you're at, seven months, yeah. eight months. Yeah, yeah. It's been more, if I took the quarterly, because I really have only really done one quarter. And so we're at about 30 grand is where we are for that one quarter. Okay, got it. Now, what's that like for you? Because I'm guessing in the military, you made more than that. Yes. Right. And, and probably far more than yeah. that as a lieutenant colonel. So now you're transitioning into civilian life and you're probably taking, I'm guessing here, a lot of those military disciplines um, and you're translating that, all that leadership, right, tactics and, and everything. And you're, you're putting it into this business. Yeah. Um, but nobody's shown you how to do it out in the business world. What's right. that like for you to make that transition from the military? And you and I spoke off camera about this. The military provided you that built in accountability structure and environment. Right. But now you come out into the real world, so to speak, the business yeah. world. Yeah. And there is no built in accountability. You have to build those structures. What's that like for you? Yeah, it's been, um, it, it's funny you say that. I think for most, you know, most, most veterans, right, when we, when we make that transition, you are, it, it's difficult. Uh, it's difficult, I think, initially because you're used to having policies and procedures and checklists for everything. And when I tell you, Jay Warren, I mean, for everything, I mean, every single thing. I mean, if you're the snacko, the snacko for those of you that aren't military is like you're responsible for keeping snacks in the building. And so typically that was a junior ranking person. So when they hand you a checklist the first day you show up, it's like, okay, get keys to truck, start truck up, get checkbook, go to grocery store, buy healthy drinks, right? You know, it's it, so you start to think very methodically uh, about it all. And then all of a sudden, when you make this transition out of method, and into creativity. Into madness. You have none, man. This is like, this is crazy. This is bananas. Like, you don't, you mean, we don't show up at a certain time. We don't, uh, you don't have a, a key performance measure that you have to reach by a certain time. You don't have a, a supervisor that's been trained with 30 years of the best training you can get who understands strategy and tactics. 
and it, you know, we're thrown into these opportunities where you gotta, you know, this, this poor soul who thinks they're going to lead you. And, and you're thinking to yourself, like, how did I get here? You know, how, how did I find myself uh, from, you know, saving and defending my country to looking at this guy who can't host a meeting? Uh, and so it was, it was, I think there's some real flaws um, in some of our mindsets. And you realize it very quickly that your way and this leadership way that you know doesn't translate completely over into the civilian sector at, at all. So you have to go recreate and refine your innovation. You know, you don't need a checklist. Just what does your gut tell you? You know, do the research and don't be so risk averse. And that's what I try to tell anybody that's coming out um, and they're starting a business for Startup Nation, those are all your listeners. You know, it's just you can't be risk averse and, and you have to be willing to say, okay, I'm managing my risk, I've analyzed the risk, and can I handle the worst case scenario? And if I can handle the worst case scenario, I'm going for it. You know, I plan for it and I deal with it. And that is where the military comes into play is I look at my, I look at the enemy. And uh, if I crash here, uh, am I going to live or die? You know, and if I survive the crash, I'm badder than you. So I'm going to live. I'll take the risk. You know, I'll do what maybe someone else didn't do because I know that at the end, I have a strategic advantage. And, and, and that has helped, you know, with that transition from the, from the military to the civilian sector is, uh, is the strategic thinking process. Like, while it may not be checklist-centric, in my mind, I'm still running a checklist. Mm. Yeah. I really get that. And Startup Nation, whether you're military background or not, I think you get it as well, you know, in your gut, like, what are you missing right now as you enter 2020? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Many of us are, we're going to set these resolutions or whatever you want to call them, these new goals and visions for the new year, but you have no method in place. Yeah. Now, yeah. how easy would it be if you followed the example of Dr. Dorian, where he said for the snack person, they just follow this checklist, right? Get in the truck, turn the key, yeah. go to the grocery store, pay, buy these items, yeah. right? If only your business showed up that simple, like, but nobody's going to show up and write you a checklist of to do items for your business as the business owner. That's yeah. up to you to write that checklist for yourself and possibly for your team. Right. But when you write that checklist, will you stick to it? Now, if you struggle to stick to it, I'm going to recommend you do what I do. Pay someone to hold you to it. Right. Pay someone for accountability. So the military provides accountability structure out in the real world. You don't have it. So you have to create it or pay for it. Yeah. I highly recommend get a business coach, get a spiritual coach, get a, a family coach, right? A relationship coach for all the areas of your life where you want to win, get a coach. Exactly. Exactly. What do you yeah. want to add to that? that yeah, I'll that say that was, that, it was funny that you say that, that, that that's, that was one of the real challenges there was, I didn't realize how built in that accountability was until I didn't have it. Right. And so I really, it's ironic that I would, you know, start a life coaching and a success coach business uh, and company because I really thumbed my nose at it. I'm telling you, I thought these are the weakest human beings I've ever met in my life, right. That you have to have some Joe Smo sit in front of you and tell you what to do. Right. And, you know, sit on his or her couch and, 
give you suggestions and it just seems so weak. I mean, I really just thought, oh my goodness. And then until I got but you, out. But you just described the military. You know, just telling you, yeah. And so then, you know, I get out and I'm like, man, I need somebody to help me. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, you know, so it, it just was the transition piece. So I encourage anybody, you know, it's funny. Uh, we just don't know what you, what you don't know until somebody tells you. Mm-hmm. And, and I found that the real, no kidding, highly skilled um, coaches, life coaches, success coach, spiritual coach, essential skills coach, whatever you, whatever gap there is, you don't know everything. And I think that's one of the most powerful revelations a person can have when they're starting a business is somebody's doing this better than you today, right now. And if you can find that person and create a relationship and they monetize it, where I would have thumb my nose at it before, I write the check with no questions asked. Because I say, okay, help me figure out what I don't know and use your expertise to help me get there. And it's made a big difference for me um, and and the transition into really understanding how to sustain a business. A lot of folks start, but they can't sustain it. And I think that through the coaching and mentorship and accountability is where you get that sustainability concept from that strategy from. Mm, that's so powerful. Startup Nation, go get yourself a coach for the area of life where you want to win or win yes. bigger. Yeah. Like that's, that's the bottom line, right? Yeah. Or don't. Yeah. And keep struggling and complaining. Yeah. Like that's up to you. But honestly, we don't want to hear it because right. you're not doing what's needed. No. Always find the person who's a few exits past you in the thing, the place you want to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and you'll start winning in that area. That's right. That's right. Okay. So Dr. Dorian, let's get uh, pavement to the road here. What are your top three tips or strategies uh, mm-hmm. for making your first 100 K uh, this year in 2020? And okay. maybe for you, because you, right, you're not even a year in, you're a quarter in. Right. Uh, maybe it's things to avoid for startup mm-hmm. nation that you've learned really quickly in a quarter, yeah. um, or it's things to actually do that have gotten you to where you are and are about to propel you over the hundred K mark. What do you got? Exactly. What are your top exactly. three? Yeah, I say, I say, number one, I, w- I would definitely say that you need to make sure that whatever you're starting, whatever your company, whatever your business is, is a vision and not a dream. And what I mean by that is, is that you have to make sure you filter your dream into a vision because a lot of our dreams are not realistic. There's no, there's a lack of awareness. Is it even reachable? Um, it's just really more about the possibility of what you could do. And a lot of people have started businesses on a dream and, and dreams don't have strategic vectors they don't have metrics so these people are you know if you're out there operating on a dream you got to stop it now and you got to transition that dream into a vision and the vision is what you've already become you see yourself there so you got to sit down and say vision is prophetic a dream is just that it's potential and i see a lot of people where they, their dreams their, their their real gifts and talents die at a dream yeah i mean it, it what dr king was really saying was i have a vision that's what he was really saying when he's when he projected that and he said, I see my children, you know, that are regardless of their race or their color, their creed, they're holding hands with other people their age. That wasn't a dream. The title, because it sold well and it preached well. <laughs> right. I have a dream. It just wouldn't have went over. Well, I have a vision. It just didn't have the same the, the same power. But he was really saying, I've already seen them. I've been to the mountaintop and he said, I've seen it. What he was saying, I got a vision. So you got to sit down and ask yourself am I living in a dream right now? Like, is this, can this even be done? Have I done the, the right level of work and research or 
is this a vision? Because if it's a vision, you will love what you're doing and it will not be work. It will not be work. If you would do what you do for free, you're doing the right thing. Amen. Yeah. What do you got? Number two, top Number tip or strategy. Definitely, I would say that the biggest thing there is to create measurable goals. Mm. This is another part of, of what I believe is kind of the, the very vague, uh, this is a great idea when I start, but it, you didn't have a measurable goal. And so you have to sit down and say, if I want to be, I, and I hear this all the time in some of my clients, you know, I want to be the world's best golfer. Okay, well, how do you measure that? Okay, there's rankings. Uh, there's, there's, there's money earned. There's, you know, how you are invited to what types of, uh, of tournaments you're involved in and what you're invited to. There's, there's a strategy and there's a metrics out there that tells you if I want to sell toys, how many toys do I need to sell over the year? How many toys do I need to sell this quarter? How much am I paying for the toys? You know, what's my markup? Am I, do I have a community minded giving mechanism as a part of that? You know, because I believe in being whole, you know, I'm not going to shy away from my faith and the God element being, hey, I'm giving to my church and giving to my community because that's going to enlarge your footprint to the nonprofit sector, which is still a business. So um, I think that you have to sit down and make sure that you have measurable and uh, measurable goals that you and your coach can hold yourself accountable to on a regularly scheduled basis. I like it. And may I add to that? Absolutely. So Startup Nation, I just want to create a different lens for that because sometimes we get caught up with the word goals and a lot of yeah. us have different translations of the word. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to use uh, create measurable milestones yeah. um, just to piggyback. And, and I want you to picture right now, Startup Nation, you're driving to California. That's, that's the vision, right? And, and you're going to say, right, go to this specific place for a weekend and it's the dream and you're bringing your spouse, right? You got this very clear vision of it's already happened. I see it. Boom. Just like Dr. Dorian saying, well, what are those milestones along the way, right? You want to be there in 30 days. Okay. So what have you picked uh, the first state that you want to get to by this date? Mm -hmm. For example, you're in Florida in Tampa with me is where you're starting out and you want to travel, right? Well, I want to be in Texas, right? By this date, by day 15, I want to be in Texas. By day 18, I want to be in Arizona, right, right? right? Very specific milestones with timelines Love it. so that you check that box and you know you're making progress because that's where most of us give up. We don't see the progress. Yeah. We just see the gap between where we are and where we want to be. But yeah. we don't look backwards and say, look how far I've come. Right. That's right. Anything you want to add to that? Yeah. Yeah. Human beings are motivated by movement. You know, that, that's the one thing that, you know, I'm sorry. Like we, we, we've created a culture now where we get peak ribbons for people who didn't perform at a level, you know, that, that was, was winning. And so I think that what happens is, you know, we found that people are motivated by, by movement, by attainment. We're very reward centric. And this is a way to build in those attaboys and those pat on the backs, right? For, Hey, I'm doing it. I, I, you know what? I wanted to reach hundred K this year. I know I'm at quarter four and, or quarter one and I've reached 30 K. So guess what? I've exceeded my goals. So what that does is allows me now going into the second quarter of the business. I can say, Hey, I did good. This works. But then you got to look at the metrics, right? You go back and say, was it because it was the holidays? 
will, you know, depression's at a, at a higher level, people need to talk to you. So you have to then plan for that second, that second milestone, if you will, that you brought up to say, okay, my client, my client base could go down. Um, the people buying toys could go down because it's not December. Like you have to plan for that. And then that way you don't beat yourself up the same way that you patted yourself on the back for the first quarter of success. Cause you go, Hey, I'm averaging where my intended milestone was. If it was 25 grand a quarter, I got a plus five, right? There you go. So now I love it. It's such a great milestone. It, yeah, it's such yeah. a good way to look at it, Dr. Dorian. And I'm just going to piggyback on, on that quote. Cause I love that quote you just gave human beings, startup nation, human beings are motivated by movement, not goals. Yeah. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. You and I are not motivated by goals, no. but no. we are motivated by movement. When we yeah. see we took an action and it worked, yes. don't we want to take the next one? Absolutely. Every day of the week. That's yeah. what's missing startup nation. The reason why you're not motivated is because you're not moving. I love it. Yeah. That's it. That's what it comes yeah. down to. I love that Dr. Dorian co-creating that one together. What's yeah. your number three uh, top tipper strategy? Ooh, this is, this is a tough one, but I think this is, this is, this is, this is my top secret one here because I'm an avid chess player. And, uh, and so for me, it, it's about your decision-making and using the three move principle. And, and what I mean by that is, is um, going into this 2020 year, I encourage you, and I've learned this, I think the hard way in a lot of ways, uh, don't live in the moment of the one decision. In other words, know that every move really results in a second, a third, and a fourth move. So you can actually predict the future by using the three move principle. It may look like I'm doing this just to do this, but I'm really doing this to do that. And I'm really doing this to do that. So you start to project, you know, that if I do this, I'm going to have, I, I want to move here just so I can move there. And I'm moving there just so I can move there. So you think about it, you put up a website. If you are just living in the moment of putting a website up and you don't think three moves down the line, you're wasting your money. I see so many people that hire these marketing, strategic marketing firms and people that can make these great logos. And then all you have is this great logo on a t-shirt and you don't do anything with it because you didn't use a three move principle, right? If you know you have an opportunity to speak and you don't get major speaking opportunities, or you get a chance to pitch to a, a funder or a lender or a potential thought partner. Okay, so you should work your way backwards from there. Okay, I need a polo. I need business cards. I need a good elevator pitch because I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna see this person and they're gonna, they're gonna offer me money and I wanna have a business plan and a model ready. So I'm showing up in that briefcase. You should show up in that briefcase with your three move data. You have your three move stuff. If you say, Dr. Doran, I wanna give you $100,000. I wanna fund this idea you have for 500 grand. Do you have a business model? The bad answer is, let me go back to my office and I'll send it to you. You're losing, you're losing. Cause I'm waiting for you not to have your ducks in a row at that same meeting. Cause I'm going to have mine. I'm going to have business cards. I'm going to have my website. I'm going to have my perspectives. I'm going to have all the stuff I need because I was thinking about that. The moment I printed that t-shirt, I was not thinking about that t-shirt. I could care less about that t-shirt. I'm thinking about what that t-shirt is going to do for me. Startup nation, Dr. Dorian, you know, my simple brain just translates it this way. The purpose of your next move is to get you to your next move. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Like that's simple. Yeah. I know Oprah Winfrey and many other great, famous, successful, uh, mega successful people 
they have one simple strategy for how they got to where they are. Yeah. People ask them, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? Well, I just kept asking myself the same question over and over again. What's the next move? I love it. Yeah. What's yeah. the next move? And yeah. just like a strategy, you know, a chess game, what's the next move? Yes. And if I do that move, what's the next move? Right. And after I get to that move, what's the next move? And it's very simple when you look at your business and break it down into one question. What's the next move? Very yeah. simple. All right, Dr. Dorian, we're running out of time here. Obviously, yeah. we could go deeper with this. Yeah. But yeah. Startup Nation, we're listening with Dr. Dorian Williams. You can find him at strategybrother.com, strategybrother.com. Something he didn't tell you, and, and I hope this is okay to say, Dr. Dorian, and I can ask for forgiveness afterwards. Uh, <laughs> but um, you're financially set up for life, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you don't have to work. You don't have to do this business, but no. you're choosing to. So Startup Nation, I know for some of you, you're like, wait a second, this guy's only hit 30K in his first quarter. Why do I want to listen to him? Well, one, because he doesn't have to work another day in his life and you do. <laughs> That's a reason right there, isn't it? And right. I'm not being a wise guy, but I'm being real. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. he's choosing to do more right? He's choosing right. to do this business because why? He's got a vision. That's right. That's and right. it's his fuel. It's fueling right. the fire. All right. So Dr. Dorian, uh, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. Okay. This is where I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have That's about cool. three seconds to answer each. It's just for fun. Don't overthink it. Are you ready, okay. sir? I'm ready. Let's go. All right. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Freedom. What's your least favorite thing? Uh, my least favorite thing about being an entrepreneur is un, un, the unknown. The unknown. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> what, now be real and transparent with us here. Okay. What are you most afraid of? Losing. Losing. Got it. And on a personal level, what are you struggling with right now? Uh, believing outside of my capacity. How do you mean that? Um, not demeaning, uh, my skills and talents and believing that I actually can do what I believe I'm called to do. So self-doubt. Absolutely. Okay. Got it. That's so human, right? Many yeah. of us struggle with that one. Yeah. What yeah. did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? Uh, thinking or in this business, thinking, thinking. or overthinking startup Over nation. Yeah. Uh, what secret? Yeah. <laughs> what secret fear do you have about people? Um, they're, they're not being as trustworthy as they let on to be. So a lack of trust. I get that one. Yeah. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? Take the risk. Take the risk. Take the risk. What's a new habit you want to form? Um, definitely. I want to engage my peers more, my colleagues more, mm -hmm. not make decisions in silos. Mm, I get that one. Yeah. And what's a bad habit you want to break? Um, multitasking. Multitasking. Yep. Got yeah. that. And pick three words to describe who you are now. Um, I would say I'm a stronger, so strong. Um, I believe I'm innovative at this point in my life. And uh, definitely, I, I'm certainly free. Got it. Yeah. And pick three words to describe who you were when you first started the business. Uh, unsure, unsettled, and uh, nervous. Yeah. 
<laughs> and and last question if you could come back to life after you died okay. look look your family and friends your spouse in the eye and give them only one piece of of advice about everything okay. what would you say to them i would say to um find out what you love to do early and only do that mm, that's such good advice yeah, that's what I that's what I tell them. Man, that would have saved me so many years. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100k in 2020? Yeah, I would say as you as you you aim towards and you make your first 100k in, in 2020, the biggest thing I would give you is just make sure you have a succession plan. Um, don't celebrate just the 100k. 100k is going to come and go. If you're stuck celebrating and have a party at 100K, I think you're probably on your way to losing it. Uh, if your grandchildren can't keep the business up, if a stranger can't pick it up and take it on for you, you're not creating a legacy. This is just a small season that won't last a lifetime. So mm -hmm. sit down, make sure that your plan, your vision, and your strategy is sustainable and that your name will be great long after you're gone from this earth. Dr. Dorian, you're the first guest on this show to challenge my audience with the question. And the question is, Startup Nation, after you make your first 100K, what's your next move? Yep. Three moves, brother. Three moves. It's three the three moves. move principle by Dr. Dorian Williams. You can find him at strategybrother.com. Uh, any, um, anything, what do you, tell us about the book. I want to hear about yeah, the book. Yeah, yeah. Funny. Like I, my book will be out on MLK day, January 20, 2020. You can get it on amazon.com and it's uh, called strategic planning for black folk. Now what and about us white folk? I'm telling you, I love the white folk too. And I wrote a little piece for the white folk in there too. And uh, it's funny. I write that in there. I say, Hey, I love you. I need you to join hands with me uh, as we take this fight on. But the data drove me to it, Jay Warren, it did. I mean, the data, I, I said my first book will be based on data. And the data said, this is who needs to be reached out to first. However, mm. this is a book for everyone. I, I, don't, I don't believe this is just for black folks. It's written through the lens of equity uh, and inequity. But however, this is something that I think everybody's going to glean from. Um, and it's really, truly, truly written from a layman's term. Um, I really pull back from the Venn diagrams and Pareto principle and the Ishikawa diagrams and all that good stuff that sounds ridiculous. Uh, and just sitting down and calling what it is. Things like the three move principle. I help you in the book, write your own eulogy because I believe that that really removes the, uh, the what you think is important to you. And in the book, I tell you, I want you to write your own eulogy and then circle the adjectives that are most important to you. And then recreate core values around those adjectives. And you'll find a car is not in your eulogy, your house is not in your eulogy, your, your 501k is not in your eulogy. It's going to get very simple for you. Did you love people? Did they love you? Did you help people? What do you really want people to say about you? And in the book, I teach you to create core values around that principle. And from that point forward, the book teaches you to make decisions based on your core values. Mm. Startup Nation, go pick up uh, Dr. Dorian's book, Strategic Planning for Black Folk. I'll put the uh, link into our show notes here. Um, you can find the show notes and the podcast on iTunes, all the major platforms, but specifically go to josephwarren.net um, and see what I'm up to as well, right? Because I could really pour some value into your life. Yeah. Uh, what Dr. Dorian is saying 
is, hey, you may be winning in different areas of your business um, and your life, but there may be other areas that you've sacrificed that are suffering, relationships that are, mean a lot to you and you just don't know how to turn them around or restore them. If you want help in those areas, that's specifically what I can add value to through spiritual coaching is to help you win in the areas that matter most so that you show up completely powerful, yeah. right? In your life, in all areas, it. but it really starts on the inside. And most of us live life from the outside in. And, and, and what I teach is a top down from your creator to you inside out approach, right? Because that's where your true peace and happiness is going to come from. So if you're into that, go to josephwarren.net. And Dr. Dorian, thanks for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's, le God's love, peace, and joy in your life. Got you, brother. God bless. Cheers. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on of bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently. Like be done with the addiction. Be done with the medications. Be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.